Did you know that SLP can cover more than just pronunciation of words? Join us as we uncover the world of SLP and how it can help your autistic loved ones. Welcome to my Spectrum Life. I'm Jessica. I'm an autism mom. With me is my good friend, Kelsey. Hello, Jess. Um, I'm Kelsey. I'm a SPED teacher, and I'm excited about tonight's topic. We have a guest. Yes. <laughs> Hi. Um, <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you... Uh, now, I just met Hillary. So, Kelsey, <laughs> you're going to have to do some introductions. <laughs> Um, with me is a good friend of mine, um, is her name is Hillary. Um, and she is currently a speech language pathologist in a school system right now. And she has actually worked, um, in a private setting as well. Um, so she has a lot of experience and we are looking forward to hearing about some of her, um, experiences and how she can help us uncover what speech like that speech language therapy can ultimately do for a child or an autistic loved one. So welcome, Hillary. Welcome. Thank y'all for having me. I'm very excited. Okay. So don't you just take the kids that have problems pronunciating R's, L's or whatever. <laughs> Is that all you do? Oh no. I wish you, I wish you actually were that simple. That would make my days a lot shorter. Um, <laughs> However, I have lots more fun aspects to my job. Um, the original plan was I was actually going to be a speech pathologist for the Air Force. I wanted to work with uh, soldiers and work with their families on base. But, you know, I got lured into the school system by a good friend of mine who is a therapist with the schools and uh, been there ever since. But wow. speech pathologists have lots of areas we serve from birth to very old age of mm -hmm. clients. Um, some of the areas that we serve in the schools are articulation, fluency, uh, which would be stuttering, mm -hmm. uh, sometimes voicing. We have students who may have damaged their voice. Uh, wow. I've heard some of our older therapists, well, some our therapists that work for high schools will oh, often okay. work with cheerleaders or singers who have uh, damaged their voices at a point in time. Uh, chronic voice users is what we would call those. And that then there's... Sense then there's language. So we have expressive and receptive language skills and those can cover a magnitude of things that we work with in the schools. But outside of the schools, we also work with uh, cognition. That's mostly with uh, our patients who may have had some type of brain injury, uh, okay. like, a, like a stroke or a, a TBI or something like that. Mm -hmm. And we have resonance, which kind of falls into the voice category. But if you have a voice that's very nasally or someone who always sounds like they have a cold we do some mm -hmm. therapy for that type of stuff and then there's feeding and swallowing very wow. niche very niche set but very interesting set to work with and then uh auditory rehabilitation which is for our students or clients who have uh lost their hearing wow okay mm -hmm. so that makes sense now i actually it makes a, you're hitting a lot of things that uh, I have had experience with that, um, you know, at first when I, they told us, oh, you need to go see a speech for your son. I'm like, well, Curtis is verbal. He can talk. Oh, yeah. um, why, why do they need that? But then you've hit on a couple of things. Like um, I do remember when I was younger, my grandfather had a stroke. So he would have had somebody that would come to see him. Mm -hmm. um, 
I actually have damaged my vocal cords before. So I've been in speech um, mm -hmm. and I have vocal cord dysfunction, which kind of messes with you if you're, if you have asthma. So I've been in speech for that too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's, there's a lot more than just the typical, what we remembered. Well, I'm going to age myself here back <laughs> in the eighties when I was in school and certain kids would get pulled out. Right. Yeah, there are still those certain kids and they all still want to come with me, but it's just a much more intensive field now, I guess. Yeah. So, um, I have a question for you, Hillary. Um, sure. And we're talking about how we're uncovering and it does a multitude of, um, you do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, how do you work with the teacher with, especially an older child? Um, how do you work with the teacher for those who just need the pragmatics or what you're talking about? Reson resonance is what you said. Mm -hmm. Um not so much learning how to speak, but maybe how do you work with that in a school setting? How do you mm -hmm. um, take that a holistic approach and, you right. know, and work with them? How do you do that? Mm -hmm. Well, pragmatics especially is very much a group activity. You know, social mm -hmm. skills don't exist just like, whoop, there goes my dog. <laughs> <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> um, Social skills don't exist in a vacuum. To be social naturally requires you having another communication partner to participate in that activity. So yeah. I'll typically work with teacher and find out who their preferred peers are. Typically, even kids on the spectrum who are not naturally social That's have awesome. people that they gravitate to or mm -hmm. just people that they're interested in being around in general. Um, even if they're not friends yet, I sometimes will try to, with my older students, have them pick someone that they that they think would be a good friend for them. We can discuss why that person is a good friend for them, why they might not be a good friend for them. Do they share similar interests? Um, and then how to go about building that relationship because things that happen for us kind of seamlessly are sometimes mm -hmm. lost on our artistic community. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's good. I like mm -hmm. that. Thank you. Yes. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a whole lot of, so there's, I mean, now do you as a, in studying to become a uh, speech language Pathologist, correct? <laughs> Pathologist. <laughs> um, do you have certain areas of expertise that you can like, uh, you know, almost pigeonhole in and, you know, like that's zero in on? Yeah, that's yeah. hard. Um, so we not really, usually we get broken up into either private practice, school-based or medically based. Um, and you can, you can pigeonhole yourself in the sense of you might not have as much experience in other areas, but we're all mm -hmm. equally qualified based on our degrees and our licensure to practice in any area. Mm -hmm. um, you can be, oh, I can't think of the word right now. Oh, clinic. No, that's not it either. There's one where you can, for, for ASHA, which is like our governing board, if you do mm -hmm. enough professional development and studying in a particular area, there's only like maybe three areas of service that we have. You can be considered like not a master clinician, but a more than competent clinician right. in those particular right. areas, one right. of which is language. So. Mm -hmm. So if you, if what would you say to a parent or a guardian who mm -hmm. is um, in the, it's been given the diagnosis and says, okay, you need to talk, you need to contact an SLP office. So um, I know the diagnosis is scary and it seems like there's nothing that you can do, but there are tons of things that you can do. Um, I would definitely recommend researching and calling around, making sure that um, the office that you work with and the therapist you work with is comfortable in dealing with the autistic community. Um, like everything in life, everyone has things that they're good at. Some 
people just are like, you know what, articulation's my thing. I can get a kid from W to R immediately. And then that's great. And then some people are really good at teaching social skills and teaching our autistic students to do better. And those are the types of therapists that you need to find. Um, so I would just say, do your research, call around, don't be afraid to ask questions. That's a really good right. advice. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, <clears throat> all right, so we wanna hear from you, our viewers, if you have any questions or if you have had an interesting time trying to figure out what it is you need for, uh, for a speech language pathologist, drop us an email at info at myspectrumlife.com or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at MySpectrumLife, and you can find us at Twitter at MySpectrumLife with that number one. And as always, remember, you can make it with a lot of faith, love, and tons of them fidget toys. See you guys later. <laughs>